I've been hearing all these different voices, but I can't remember who they belong to. I feel like I should know them, but I can't see their faces. Your memory fades, little by little, and then you get used to it. Yes, little by little, and little by little still, then little by little. Japanese podcasts where three dudes in their 30s are paralyzed by a toxic plant and are having hallucinations. Talk about anime. I'm Josh. I'm Andy. The plant in question is Barley. Who are you? Ah. Where are you? <laughs> Who am I? Where am I? I'm a fucking owl. Who? Hello, guys! Oh, yeah, that's, that's dumb. He hasn't even introduced himself. Hi! I'm Bill, and I'm drinking. Hi! We are here. Yes, we are. To talk about... I almost said tuning Japanese. To talk about Wolf's Train, which is an anime that we talk about here on Tuning Japanese. This, this must be a bad trip, then, Which is man. a podcast. Feels like, feels like we've been talking about this show for a couple hours now. Tuning in to Tuning Japanese. Yes. The Japanese after show. Yeah. The... <laughs> Is it kind of like the Walking, the Talking Dead? Yeah, well, that was like a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, uh, let's, Hi. called you out, AMC. Let's lighten. Bring it. Let's lighten the load here. We have more viewers than you do. Uh, oh God, no, no, we don't. Nope. No, we don't. We don't have any of that right now. We probably do. Uh, Nobody cares about Walking Dead anymore. I do. I do too. They're, they're okay. Right. We have more viewers than they do. Oh. They have the two of you and the three of us listening. And, and my wife and probably his husband. My, my wife. <laughs> My wife! <laughs> Episode 20 of Old Strain is what we're going to talk about today. Which I'm not is sure if we have four listeners. Entitled Consciously. There's three of us here. Uh, <laughs> and Episode 21, which Bill is going to also review for us, which is t- entitled The Time of Our Lives. Rocket's Red Blair. No. I, that's not quite. Wars Red Fair? <laughs> red uh, Hair? It was Red Hair, wasn't it? Uh, Battle's Red Glare. Thank there you. There we go. Hey, before we get into that, yeah, Josh wants to talk about nerd news. Okay. We told him not to, but... So, um, and this should fair, be fairly um, still topical, probably. So, Depends you're aware of the... Um, you guys are, are aware of the Kevin Hart uh, Academy Awards situation. I'm aware of nope. Kevin Hart. Okay, so... I'm aware of Jimmy Hart. So, okay, okay. <laughs> what are we doing? Kevin Hart is a, a com- comedian, is a black comedian who's actually shorter than me. Okay. Okay, just for context. Did you go check... You know Kevin Hart. Stop that. Carry on, Josh. So, the situation with Kevin Hart, as it stands, was that he was selected to do the Academy Awards. And good, then good for him. And then some fuckasses uh, pulled up old twits of... It's pronounced twat. Old twats. Uh, old Twitter posts of, uh, like, homophobic comments that, that he made, like, 10, 15 years ago, or some some shit like that. Okay. Back when it was cool to be homophobic. So, right? of course, Firestorm, and he decided to step down from, you know, he apologized for the comments, and stepped down from hosting. And the big thing was, on Ellen De- DeGeneres. On Ellen DeGeneres' show. Ellen Degenerative Ellen, Disease. Ellen, because she was a, um... Gay? A, a host. <laughs> what? She was? No! She was? She hosted the Academy Awards twice. So she went and talked to the guys that ran it and said, hey, if he apologize, if, if he wanted to, would you still want him on there? And they said yes. So, like, uh, Kevin Hart's kind of like, right, as of right now... She is kind of like the gay president right, of the United States. Right. Deciding whether or not he should. Now, the reason why I bring this well, up... That's Richard Simmons. <laughs> the reason... Is he dead? <laughs> I don't think so. Are you sure? No. I think he's dead. The reason why I bring this up... So she was the gay vice president? Uh, I don't know. We're pretty progressive. She's the lesbian president. Okay. Jacqueline Woodson is is lesbian black Jesus, though. I don't know what that means. She's an author. She's amazing. I love her. 
I think, I think Josh has gone into another state. I think, I think, I think it's the, I think it's the trees. I actually want to have this discussion. With I'm, you we're guys. waiting. Well, Bill, stop cutting me off, please. I make no promises. I'll try not to cut you off during your review. I'll try. Okay. All right. Aw, this was cute. Carry on. So the reason why I bring this up is given that the Academy Awards are always aired on ABC, whose parent company is Disney. Uh-huh. So, I'm wondering if this might be Disney in some way, shape, or form might be possibly making up for what happened with, um... Song of Zell? No, not Song James of Gunn? James Gunn. Because some fuck-asses brought up old Twitter comments that put the person in hot water, and they might have gone to the Academy uh, and said, Hey, well, you air on one of our networks, and we would like it if you have him come back on. And maybe as their way of, of maybe trying to make up for what happened with, with James Gunn and, and his firing, even though they can't, in a lot of ways, they can't seem to go back on James Gunn. Maybe they're in some way subtly trying to say, yeah, we're not going to let this shit happen. We're not going to fire every person that comes right. with having now, a... Now, granted, Kevin Hart stepped down from from his hosting position because of the, the firestorm that this He wasn't created. fired. He stepped down. He stepped down. But... There's a little bit that that just kind of feels like maybe a kernel of of Disney saying we have an opportunity to to make right by saying yes, have them on, and we'll go to the academy and say if you don't, we're pulling you. I don't think the Venn diagram of people to give a shit about James Gunn and people to give a shit about the Oscars are very deep. No, but I think it could be a statement being made there in in some way, shape, or form. What do you think, Andrew? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm. You're kind of mulling it over. I, I, I see, I, I see the gears turning. I, I am, I am mulling, scullying it. I. You're scullying yeah, it. Yeah, really? scullying nice, it. Nice, yeah. nice. Uh, a little bit of scull, scully fucking it. Um, and you're not a redhead though. No, I'm not. I, I don't or know. Hot. Oh, that's not nice. No, I maybe. Uh, I don't know if Disney gives any shits. To be honest, when you think of like evil corporations like disney is like right there at the top yeah like i mean they're taking control of everything i also don't give a shit about the oscars honestly i mean i know i I don't it's just it's just an interesting thought that i had and i'm being kind of you think maybe they're making a stand or trying to make a stand do you wonder because more people are gonna get fired over tweets if it becomes a standard practice here yes true everybody has posted or tweeted something stupid ridiculous right I even had an old Twitter. I'm pretty sure I said some dumb shit on, you know, yeah. ten years ago when I was a my stupid twenty tw- something. My Twitter's pretty clean, just because I don't ever use it. Right. But you yeah, I don't know. Probably find something I've said offensive somewhere. Right. You do enough digging, you know. The internet. Our Patreon to find the things when, I've said that are offensive. When you when you are a public figure, you walk a fine line. Right. And you have to be cognizant of what you say in a public space, which is why Twitter is a bad website. And right. is it is a terrible cesspool well, place? No, nobody's learned um, how to use it, or had to learn how to use it. You could also follow us on Twitter at Tuning Japanese. But no, it's it, it's I don't know, it's a tricky thing. It is tricky, but it it, it gives me kind of a pause to think about it. Now, I mean, and Kevin Hart is a bit more in the spotlight than James Gunn. Also, I just want to reignite hashtag uh, rehire James Gunn. I could do without another Guardians of the Galaxy movie. What? I think so. Fuck you, man. Those movies were good. I mean, they were, they were, they were, they were, I like, they were, I like fine. Volume 2 was fantastic. They were fine, but I feel like they could close off that and give another two. Vader time? You're entitled to that opinion. Thank you. I enjoyed the movies, and I would like another I mean, they're one, fine. But, they're fine. Um, yeah, fine. Okay, you're entitled to that opinion. That's wrong, but I also you're entitled think to that it. it may be better to not have more of them than to... Sc- I mean, they're, we're going to have more of them. We're going to have more of them, yeah. It might be better to not have more of them, especially without the original director at the helm. Right. And then to screw him up and ruin the legacy of the movies. But right. who knows? Yeah. Well, it was clear that James Gunn actually had, like, another story to tell at the very least. Right, but if he's not involved in it, then... Right. That's true. Listen, mainly, though, uh, I, I mean, granted, yeah, a little bit of rehired James Gunn, but more just kind of my peculiar thought-leaning uh, when, when I heard of, uh, heard of this story. I've been watching the news lately about it, and I was like, okay, this is an interesting... It's an interesting takeaway, no matter what. Or maybe he's just friends with Ellen, and she put some... That's exactly what, what it is. They're, they're friends, and she put put it in their ear because he was going to be on her show. Right. So maybe they're just trying to keep Ellen happy, whereas James Gunn didn't have anybody like that that could right. go to bat for him. Maybe. Maybe. That's possible. It could just be a whole who-you-know kind of situation. Yeah. You might be overthinking it. I mean, maybe. 
maybe he shouldn't have posted homophobic things on his Twitter to begin with. Right, he probably shouldn't. I mean, have. maybe maybe it boils down to that too. Well, you know, I mean, I mean every, okay, but, and everyone and everyone, okay, people make make stupid mistakes. Well, James Gunn didn't post homophobic things on his but, Twitter, but this is Kevin Hart. And yes, about I get Kevin what, Hart. Yeah, but yes. Well, but, but he's mean, retired anyway. I mean, so what we're saying is, why did he get rehired? Not that he shouldn't have done it, but right. uh, he has the opportunity to. I should okay. say, he hasn't taken he, as as of today. He hasn't taken the uh, taken the job back because he he's even said that he doesn't want to take on the job again and have it be about him when it's more about the you know the actual awards themselves and the people that that earned those Academy Awards and everything. He's actually trying to take high road on this one. Admits admits his fault with the comments that he made. He doesn't want years to, ago. He doesn't want to jerk himself off and get in the way of jerking Hollywood jerking itself off. Fair enough. If, on, if you're going to be cynical, yeah. Hmm. On that note, let's get into uh, that. Was a, I, we can't go beyond that phrase. Uh, we need to. Just we can always talk train. about the uh, the Overwatch uh, fake the Ellie story. I don't know if you know about that. I don't. The, we'll the, talk about that off mic. That's it's really fucked up. We'll talk about that off mic. Uh, but right now, we're going to jump into episode twenty of yes. Wolfstrain. We're in, it's going to be a double pack. We're doing two episodes. Two episodes. Wolf, E Wolf, Wolf squared. Nope. Wolf. All right. Well, I've contributed. I've contributed wolf. everything that I wanted to for this episode. So the power Good night. Of wolf. Yeah. Uh, okay. How long do you think until Josh starts talking? Not very long. Okay. So we open with a goddamn fucking creepy owl again. If it had turned out that they never actually got out of the forest of no return, that would have been so good. And this has all just been their hallucinations and dying in there. I would have fucking loved that. And I thought that's where they were going right here. I, I would have been down with that. But they didn't that, go no. there. They didn't go that route. Uh, Kiba's apparently asleep, dreaming of a drowning Cheza. Like, Cheza's like, I think she's in her cell thing, because, like, there's burbles, like she says, like, Kiba, but, like, there's that blah, blah, blah of water coming out of her mouth, and... But she was in there. She can't drown. Well... She breathes water through her feet. Well, she breathes... Wait. Yeah, that's true. We did see her with, like, that foot massager thing that, like, uh, the, the, yeah, the foot spa. <laughs> but no, no, it's, um... It's a weird scene. He also hears, like, his friends calling to him, and then he finds that fucking owl. The owl mocks him, and then flies away. Fucking owl. It's like, who I'm am I? Done with that stupid owl. Where am I? Why am I? No one ever asks, how am I? Would you like some chicken wings? Yes, I would. <laughs> and we get our theme song, and we return back to the natives. Uh, we get a recap, quite literally, of the last minute or so of the last episode. They yep. just replay it. Yep. It's like, here's a minute of used content. Toboy wants to say to stay, etc. And uh, Sume takes ex- exception to this, asking if he just doesn't want to travel with them anymore. Which is, like, which is no kinda... one wants to hear him be a puppy. I like being a puppy. Puppy's good. And Toboy says, essentially, <laughs> like, yeah, but not because of that, but because this is paradise to him. Soft puppy rubs and, and scratches behind the ears and... See how my dogs live. Talking horses. <laughs> Shit. Fucking weird. I didn't get them a talking horse. Oh, you should. You got your daughter a weird giant llama. No, that was a birthday present. That was really weird. Sume is cool with it, though. He essentially just like, all right, fine. Just walks away. Just goes away. Hige hesitates, but ultimately leaves as well. So, yeah, I guess uh, Toboe is going to become one with his, like, with his native group. He's going to become Felicia. Wait, I'm sorry, what? Bye, Felicia. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sume waxes poetic about Toboe's wanting to be with humans, and he tells Hige he doesn't have to go as well, because he didn't want to go see Paradise. Says, Hige, I know you don't want to go. I can go by myself. Yep. Sume wants to see Paradise himself. Mm-mm. Yes, he does. Mm-mm. He wants to see the world burn. Exactly! Welcome, there. Welcome there. back. Okay, so... He's Longer as, than you thought I did, huh? Basically, he's... Yeah. Well, the world's gonna end, I'm gonna fucking do it. Essentially. Essentially what happens. That's rather nihilistic when you really think about <laughs> yeah. it. He is... I mean, it's a sume, it's a sume light line right there. You know? yeah. Hige, we'll, we'll roast marshmallows. Somebody, somebody's got it in the world. Yes. <laughs> Hige notes that Sume sounds a lot like Kiba. Guess he rubbed off on old Grumpy Pants there. Ew. Ew. Not rubbed one off on Grumpy Pants. Rubbed Ew. off on... Oh, my God. Marking his scent or something. Rubbing Sorry, his, I just wouldn't ship that. Them. They they would be they'd be fighting on who would be on top. That's fair. Uh, so, <laughs> so we go I'm back. I'm the alpha. No, I'm the. We alpha. go back to fake paradise. Kiba doesn't remember who the voices belong to, 
basically talks to his Link's girlfriend and is like, hey, um, I heard voices. I don't really Jack know. Shaka Khan to you too. And <laughs> Shaka Khan? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and says, I heard voices, but I don't remember them. Kiba's remembering his friends. But that's okay, because he has a hot Link's girlfriend now. Kakakal. Yes. And that fucking owl appears to say something about Kiba losing his memories. The owl says, the answers are buried beneath the sand. Oh my god, the owl is his spirit animal! I don't have a specific... I think wolves are their spirit animal. I would say it's racist to say that, but we do have Native Americans going on here. It's a spirit animal. <laughs> so I guess it is technically the Native American tribe's spirit animal. I'm not entirely certain how to pronounce that breed of cat. I'm pretty sure it's not caca call. Caca call. Baba booey. Baba booey, baba booey. Howard Cern's penis. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> we are, yeah, we are, we have not been around each other. Hey, we're cutting to a flashback of Toboe and Granny. <laughs> this is the best part of the show so and far. And I swear to God we've seen this before. Toboe really is the worst character. <laughs> We're back so, to hating Toboy, folks. So Toboy is laying down by a fire or something, and Granny in the other room like, I've got your dinner! And Toboy gets so excited that he jumps oh. up on Granny. And kills her. Look, she, she's like, <laughs> she's like, she's like, she's like, Toboy, I can't breathe! Before that, she's like, Toboy, calm down, don't get so excited, boy. And he's like, just, just jumps on top of her and knocks her over. And apparently... And that, that didn't kill her. That didn't kill her. Then he climbed on top of her and suffocated her. <laughs> <laughs> she thought Granny was a bird. Oh, but it really is the worst fucking character. Oh, uh, you're, you're right, uh, you're right, Bill. I was mispronouncing. Caracol. Okay, that sounds, that sounds better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's like all sad looking into the distance. <laughs> I don't know why I, I imagined a more southern accent, but it's like, Tell me why I can't breathe. Get off me. And then, yeah, and then this is the point. <laughs> this is the point where, as we talked about last episode, mentioned it, I believe, where he's talking to a fucking horse. Yes, the horse. A horse is a uh, is a horse, of course, of course. And yeah. So like he's Mr. chatting, Red. and the horse is talking, and I swear to you <laughs> that the horse has the same voice as a Native American man, as, as Eek. Yes, which is why I believe that. Toboe, who can take the form of a man, boy, I guess, and a wolf, is talking to a Native American man who can take the form of a horse. But he also rides the horse. He does. Yeah. I hate to break it to you. So you can take the form of you a man ready for on a this? horse? No, they have different voice actors. The don't horse they? is voiced by Tony Oliver, while Eek is still voiced by Steve Staley. So they just threw in a fucking random horse that can talk for no reason just to have well, two conversations? The horse can't talk. It can just talk to the wolves. It's Toboe okay, talked to birds and stuff. Or... He didn't talk to birds, did he? He said, like, the birds were... Maybe it was he gay. Somebody, no, no, like, no, the first no, episode... No, Toboe talked, talked to the birds. Yeah, remember he said, like, the crows are talking about this or that, or... They have a fucking talking owl. Why don't they have a talking horse? I like my theory that the native man is also the horse. I liked it, but I don't... I, I think that shit's I don't, in the ass. No. <sighs> Fine, fuck you guys. It's uh, okay, Wilbur. Oh, God. So famous Mr. Red... Toboy gets all sad. That's not a joke. You're just referencing something. <laughs> what are you, the Big Bang Theory? What is he, family kind? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh. Shots fired off. I almost feel bad for that one. That was... Toboy gets all sad about how he just held back all of his friends. Hey, obviously referential humor is big because people do get it and they get money for it. I mean, God, look at hey, both hey, shows. Remember that time when, you know, that show was on? Isn't that funny? No, you're not funny, family we, guy. We like that show, right? You're blah, 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 science. Uh, Sume. Whereas our actual comedies are starting to get faded out because of Orville. But actually, the Orville's not that not that bad of a show, from what I've seen. I haven't seen it. It's probably something he wants to do. Uh, so Sume and Hige find this desert that was mentioned before, the Desert of No Return or whatever. Uh-huh. Or Desert of uh, No, 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 no. It, it the was Desert's the, Bones. The Desert's Bones. Okay. The Fair Wasteland enough. within the Wasteland. Yes. It's another Wasteland. Fucking biomes. Uh, they also see soldiers, uh, like, like Jagara soldiers. Oh, yeah. Yep. And yep. they freak out. Yep. Because they attacked us once before. It's from that bitch Jagara. Direct that quote. bitch Dagara. Dagara? Dagara. That bitch Dagara. Direct quote. They find Kiba Dogger, under... Dagara different. Oh. They find Kiba under some weird fucking growth. But, <laughs> but, but the wolves and the Native American guy eek. have to eek. 
Thank you. I couldn't remember his name. Like. Like. No, Le- if it was, because I'm looking at all the spellings, um, if it was a cap, if it was L, it would look like a capital L. It looks like capital I. So I think it is actually Eek. Oh, you're probably right. Yeah, you, no, that makes sense. They have to fight off the of soldiers. Did you notice that the soldiers have fucking axes with laser guns on them? Yes. Yeah. That's badass. When they when they butchered Orkham's guys, they were using those axes. Were they? And when yeah. Orkham got an axe to the face. He got a laser to the face, too? No, just the yeah. axe, but the uh, guys were shot by the lasers. Yeah. Well, apparently Kiba, who's laying in there emaciated, eek, frees Kiba, and apparently his Kiba's spirit is gone. To the Elder! We go to the Elder. We get some fire and some really weird chanting. Okay, so so this is actually where I was kind of wanting to talk about chanting from the last episode, Bill. Can we chant together? It sounds like Tibetan monk chanting. Because you're getting a little bit of that... Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. The, throat, the throat singing. He's just practicing his ASMR for his next stream. Give him, give him a break. So it's literally... Come back, Kiba. Come back. Yes. Friends are waiting. You're right. L Y E K is a name, mm-hmm. but you're right. When I did that name plus Wolves Rain, it redirected me to I Y E K. So apparently, it is Eek. Eek. It's just wow. It, it really looks. It looks weird. Uh, it, it does look weird. Because when you hear it, you're just hearing Eek, and then once again, the theme song to Eek the Cat comes in. It's one of the best metal riffs I've ever heard. So yeah, we get that weird chanting. I'm not doing it again. For like a while. Well, yeah, he's right. like trying to bring... Keep a spirit Keep back. a spirit back. Like so so I'm sure world. it's not an easy task. I mean, obviously we're seeing it because he's just like... He's kind of resisting and Mew's kind of like... Yeah, because he's... Cause, I was going to have hot interspecies sex with you. Yeah, because he's sitting all contentedly and until he hears the chanting and there's a blast of wind, which I thought was really cool because there's a scene when he's chanting, the old man, where he's dropping sand, like, uh-huh. on Kiba's body. And I mm-hmm. thought that was a really cool effect, effect visually. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, like, he's getting really hit cool. by a windstorm now. It almost... It it, it, it's, it draws a very similar um, parallel to Cowboy Bebop and the uh, the native character, the, the In shaman. episode one, and then near the end of the and series, then that, yeah, he comes yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the owl flies by. Red-eyed coyote. Yes, <laughs> the Zona Norte. Uh, and we see the last of Mew. She laments not being able to be with him forever. This isn't paradise, though. It's a world where time no longer exists. It's a place where he wouldn't remember anything at all. Not even her. Not even how he got there. So does she call refer to her vagina as a pussy? So they wouldn't. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> so they, I would, knew that was gonna they be wouldn't something. be together forever because they wouldn't know who they were. I guess. And here's my big question. Big question. Andy's big question moment. Okay. Is she just some sort of figment of this world? Or is she another person that got lost and her spirit is, has been traveled and locked here? I'm going to say the latter. I think she was another victim of the plant. That was how I took it, because if she was a figment, why would she be some weird cat thing he's never seen before? And at the same why time... Why would she not be a lady wolf or right. a flower maiden or... Okay. And at the same time, too, she doesn't seem to... Even though she laments that, that Kiba's going away, she doesn't seem... She isn't trying too hard to keep Kiba back. If she was a full figment, she would be fighting. To keep okay. him back. She's accepting because she's understanding that he's going to live. And that brings up a question of like, is there like a whole other species of like these cat people like that transform and talk like as, as humans and stuff I don't, too? Of caracals? I don't, I, I don't. I'm starting to think from being able to talk to pretty much every animal that we've now seen at least one other creature that could turn human. I think all animals are in this world are magic. To some extent. To some extent. And sentient. And sapient. To some extent. Which, again, ties in with a lot of Native American beliefs right. that animals... It's an animistic world. Yeah, that, that, that animals can take human form, that animals predated humans. Like, all this does line up. Right. I I think it's just that wolves, for whatever reason, were targeted as... Apparently because they were human progenitors. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It, it, it is a very, raises a it, lot of interesting it, it, questions. There is... There's definitely a lot that they could could have done more to explore, but I feel like these next few episodes waste a lot of that potential. I agree. 
we're going to get into it, but... We will. <clears throat> so we see an image of a blooming flower, we hear Chez's voice, and we get the last images of this weird fake paradise fading away piece by piece. Yeah, it is very interesting. I, I like that visual aesthetic where it's like holes, yes. essentially. yes. In, I, in blackness. And I also like that after we hear Chezza's voice, we cut away briefly to Chezza and Blue, who are in a containment cell, and Chezza's being comforted by Blue. Yeah. Yep. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to the Elder's tent once again, and there Kiva wakes up. He's alive! And he says... Yay! He was in a place like paradise, but then he was kicked out. He was evicted. He was... <laughs> Told you're not gonna live here. Yeah, we did that. Paid rent. <laughs> hey everyone, Jim survived the Kool Aid. Yay. Yay! So we get a red moon. CCR just came. Wait, wasn't there head. something about a blood moon in this anime already? The the dude that wrote the book of the moon was Red Moon, I think. Okay, so I think you're, I think you're getting um, I think you're getting Vampire Hunter D mixed with. Uh, Am I? Yeah, that was... Oh, that was Vampire Hunter D. Yeah, yeah, that was the woman's moon. moon. The woman's moon. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Essentially, (laughs) I'm not going to drink your blood because you're ovulating. Oh, Lord. Uh, It's an ovulation reference. No, it isn't. Well... A red moon. Yeah, you don't ovulate when you have your period. You have your ovulation. Okay, but, but, okay. You're dropping your egg. Clearly, I... Well... Out, yeah. Yeah, that's what I... (laughs) That's not the same thing as... Oh, no, I broke it on the floor! You know what? I, I dropped this whole carton of eggs. Start to see why you have two kids. <laughs> Red Moon. Sume. You don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. Uh, Sume. You don't need to. Thanks. Under the Red Moon, Sume wants them all to leave together. And Toboe agrees. I see. Uh, that he'll have Bad to fight one day. Rising. So he's going to go. And it's kind of a weird moment because he's like... I'm just going to kick you. I'm not going to go. Why? But like he, he makes it sound like he, he doesn't want to go. But then he decides and says, yeah. Because I'm going to have to fight one day. What? You don't like CCR? I love CCR. Why am I kick you? Why are you gonna kick me? Because you're butchering it. <laughs> Kiba emerges. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not John Fogarty. I'm sorry. You're not John Fogarty too. Kiba emerges from the TP to bask <laughs> for his bunghole. To bask under the full moon. <laughs> I am the great bunghole, y'all. I need TP for me bunghole. I am from the To tie everything together, it's gonna go to leak. Kiba says that he was in the Garden of Eternity. Oh. They, they brought that up the last episode. Garden of Eternity, yes. Yeah, let's not go there again. Kiba also talks about... I was about... drinking water out of a butthole. Thank you. He was a weird... See, I wouldn't even mention it last episode. I just kept saying it. It was like this weird little like oasis thing, and it just looked like a butthole in the middle of the ground, and just like water had sprung up from the butthole. That's why I kept saying... Oh, I knew what you were Water butthole. <laughs> I was just ignoring it. Gaping water butthole. It was like a super enema. You're like, what are a butthole? And I'm like, you know what a butthole is. Kiba talks about <laughs> meeting Mew. Which makes Hige jealous. He's like, oh, of course, you were there with a girl. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> she starts shitting on him. And then Toboe. <laughs> Toboe. I missed that episode. <laughs> but then Toboe doesn't understand what sex is. And he's like, I don't get it. And Sumi's like, you still got a few years. And he's like, but I want to get it now. <laughs> My wife, who hasn't even watched recent episodes, was in the same room with me while watching that. And she just starts cracking up. She starts losing it. It was a pretty good moment. It was a great moment. It was actually my favorite moment of the wolves together. And it's actually one of the only moments where they all start laughing. Like, They're actually you know, for once likable there's a, there's as a, a whole group. But there's a moment of levity. Like, yeah, there really where they're, is. they're allowed to actually for just like, stop and like have fun. Well, I hope we all enjoy it. I don't think we're going to see it ever again. I mean, it won't be for a while, if anything. Toboe almost says that he doesn't want to go, but instead says that he won't whine or run away anymore. How many episodes until you think he fails in that? Next episode. Uh, they say goodbye to our friend Eek. And once again, Toboe is talking to the horse. He is, Eek is not the horse. I know, but I wrote in my notes that he was. <laughs> And then we get this weird Toboe moment where he tries to laugh like the horse. Tries to smile like the horse. Not a fan. Not, not a fan. No. Not a fan. It's the thing that sticks out more than, than them having fun is Toboe trying Toboy to smile. Teeth. smile. Yeah, smile like a horse. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, kid, no. Toboe asks one last thing. Can for, he eat him? No, for Eek to go and save Quint. Aww. Which we cut to that, speaking of him. Yeah. He's about to die, and he's giving him to death. And he says once he passes on, at least he'll get to see his son again. Oh, But he's not allowed to see his son because that dog from earlier shows up <laughs> and saves him. 
uh, as well as Eek. And the dog howls so Toboy knows that they found Quint. And we end our episode. Yay! That was episode 20. He drank all of his health potion. Yes. <laughs> that is consciously. Yes. And uh, I guess I'll talk about what I think. All right, what did you think? As an episode. Uh, I liked it. Was it consciously? I, I liked it. I mean, there was some good closure. It was another two-part episode. Um, I liked it better than the last episode a little bit. Definitely stronger than the first half. Yeah. It doesn't do much for the overall plot. It doesn't really, like, it just it seems like a stopping point. Yeah. Filler. Yeah, it was. Oh, like God. I, said, I don't mind a two-episode filler arc. We play with the characters and who they are and mm-hmm. what they do. Like in Trigun, we talked about that. Yeah, well, it, yeah, okay. Trigun did that well. It lets you know who you're dealing with. We, we just went through four episodes of, of recap. Well, that's my point. This is the way to do filler. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little exhausting we have that ne- right after all those uh, recap episodes at the no, same time. No, absolutely. Well. It's, it's, absolutely. It's, a, it's a bit exhausting. Yeah, it point. totally can be. Uh, so, yeah, no, okay. that's that's my thoughts. Bill, you jumped in. Anything else you want to add? It's it's forgettable. I, I, and, I, and I don't mean, I mean... Sorry, not sorry, but as soon as I finished watching this episode earlier today, I forgot like 90% of it outside of Granny dying, Toboy's, and Toboy's <laughs> stupid funny. ass smile. <laughs> God damn it, wasn't that funny? It really I mean, was. it kind of was. Um, uh, honestly, though, I couldn't remember much else about this episode until we had the discussion again. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, that happened. Oh yeah, the, that owl was back. Oh yeah, we, we pulled him back from the spirit world. That was it. There really wasn't... Yeah, why was the owl there again? Because it's his spirit animal. And it doesn't mean anything that the owl's there. Yeah, I don't think it really so does weird. matter. So Toboy can understand speech, because he was already living as a human when we met him. Yeah. Yeah. So he consciously knocked down Granny. I... And then he understood what she was saying, and continued to lay on her and suffocate her. But did he understand And that then point? he robbed that, her of her bangles. No, he already had the bangles in, in the memory. I saw her hand, like, clenching, and she had them yeah. on. Yeah, but he also had the bangles in the memory. Oh, okay. He had his bangles and her. So bangles. he didn't rob her. Right. It could be an animation mistake, too. Could be. How long? Because that door was shut. How long do you think before it got out of the house? You think Open he ate her? Window? Oh, he totally ate her. <laughs> <laughs> like he totes ate Grandma. I, I'm sure he did. Yeah. Marked some territory. I saw what he did to a walrus later on. Spoilers. Speaking, speaking of walruses. Cut it out. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I can't wait to get on there. To he talk definitely about ate that. an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, the walrus episode is going to be something to talk about. <laughs> yes, I'm actually looking forward to the walrus episode. Uh, Kachu. It's been a lot of time. What the fuck? Is... Big fucking walrus. We'll get there. That is um, a monster. But before we get there, we have to do something else. we got to go to the break card. Dilly, 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 dilly. We're, not no! coming. We're not coming with you. Gladly. Straight. Straight. Hey, you've made your way to the break card. This is Andy, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Tuning Japanese, a double dose of our reviews of Wolf's Rain. And I want to apologize for the background noise. When I started editing this episode, I didn't realize how weird some of the clicks and other sort of bumps and noises were. So if you are very sensitive to those kind of noises, you pick up on those and those are annoying to you, I apologize. I did my best to scrub them out of this episode, and we'll try to fix that issue next time around. Let us know how we're doing overall, though, by heading to iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review. I don't talk about that enough on here during the break card, but I have to tell you that five-star rating and reviews are like gold. It helps other people find us. The algorithms for iTunes and other podcatchers will promote our show more. So if you're unable to give monetarily, really the best way that you can help support the show is take a second to leave a rating and review. And we'll read it here in the break card. We haven't gotten to read one in a while, so make sure you get those in if you have not yet reviewed. You can head over to tuningjapanese.com. Another thing we don't talk about a whole heck of a lot on here, our website, we just added the ability to listen to the audio directly on there. For those of you who listen to the show from tuningjapanese.com, there usually is just a link that you click and it takes you to Podbean, which is where we're hosting. And now you can directly just click a little player right there on the website for new episodes. We didn't go back and do that for old episodes, just the new ones starting with last week. You can check that out again at tuningjapanese.com.
While you're on the web, open up a new tab and go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese where you can give us a donation of your hard-earned cash so we can give you more of our hard work in creating these episodes. You can get all kinds of bonus content. You can get some actual physical gear, stickers, buttons, as well as having us review certain episodes of anime. And you can even join us on the show like Superfan Matt did once. And hopefully, as I've said on the break card before, back on again if we can get him on for more Tyler or, hey, who knows, some other thing to talk about. One last thing, we are part of the questionable Endeavor Network at questandnetwork.com where you can get all kinds of great audio content in your ear holes. Go check out all of those great shows and we'll leave you right now with a preview of one of those shows and then we'll be back to our review of Wolf's Rain. Bye! We are the Perilous Pretenders, an actual play role-playing podcast. I'm Christy Cutsforth, a drama nerd that needed a creative outlet to channel her weirdness into. And I'm Carrie Cutsforth, and I love creating engaging and authentic worlds with my friends and doing terrible, terrible impressions. Come adventure with us in the post-apocalyptic future. Come clubbing with us in the gothic punk scene of 1990s Chicago. Or fly with us to the galaxy far, far away. Our podcast is different than a lot of actual plays, because we game in person with our local gaming community, and we play lots of different types of role-playing games. From indie cult classics... To games with a large and devoted fan base. Go out and make your own adventures. Life Life is is only only as boring boring as you are. are. the break card no we're not we're back <laughs> we're back from the break card god damn i hate you i hope you didn't whore... i just hope you didn't whore out my children this time i make no promises damn it um uh, so bill you broke bill are you are you done time or did bill break himself i think he's just very amused with himself hey bill <laughs> Well, at least somebody yeah. finds them funny. This is, oh! this is a two-parter, and it's time to talk about episode 21. Yes, tell us about 21. I didn't take any notes, so I'm going to put my phone away now. Fair enough. There wasn't much to note. There yeah. Wasn't. There wasn't. Here we go. That's why we're putting these two together, up, even though it made more sense to put 19 and 20 together. Yeah. Right, two-parter. right. I mean, narratively speaking. Narratively speaking. But, 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 but content-wise, here right. we go. Engage so, us. We start with Toboy taking point, leading the rest of the wolves on a chase of the lights in the sky. You mean the star? This is yeah, no this, lightning. Oh, that's right. <laughs> this is this is why you don't let the kid lead you. <laughs> yeah. Look at the pretty lights. Look at the pretty lights. Actually, no. It's another dystopian dome city that's under siege. Yeah, we have a lot of those in this anime. We do. This, this one was ruled by Polly Shore. And you know, <laughs> last night we were watching movies and <laughs> the biodome somehow and, come up. And we were and I was uh, like Ray was drifting in and out of sleep anyway, so like it was just gonna be me watching it until I fell asleep essentially. So I was like going through Amazon Prime and like all their new release movies. That's a shit like release of movies. And Biodome was on there and I almost watched Biodome. <laughs> so that's, 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 what happened, that's what happened time. to us last night because we've been watching Fairy Tale. We, yeah, we watched uh, we watched another Dragon Ball Z movie. And then Which we one? watched uh, Resurrection F. What'd you think of it? Uh, not as good as Battle of the Gods. Really? Most yeah. people love Resurrection F. Over I the, uh, much of the preferred uh, Battle of the Gods to Resurrection, Resurrection Beerus F. Beerus is still one of my favorite characters ever because of that whole foodie aspect. Ray, Ray and I may do a couple of bonus movie reviews. Nice! They're, they're, they're pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I got both of them. I got Resurrection F and uh, Battle of Gods. I'm actually kind of, I'm anticipating this Broly movie. It's kind of my fault, Bill. I'm sorry. Uh, that was sorry, my, more my sorry, tangent than sorry, that was that, that, that was, was more. Him. I'll take that complete. I'll take complete. That was him. for that. Uh, hey, you said Polly Shore. Yeah, you should know better. I, I'll, I'll jump <laughs> sorry. on. Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll jump on Polly Shore. Apparently, okay. I, I, All right. That wait, word. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> phrasing. We're not doing phrasing anymore. Hey, go ahead. Carry on. What's what happens next? Um, Let us know. We cut over to uh, Commander. What's his nuts? Um, you him- mean the one that run that was working with Cher? Yes. Okay. Him and his men are cut off from radio contact with... I'm confused as to the fight here. So I think we need to break this down. Yeah, let's break it down. Right, right. So so the way I looked at it was, first off, it's that bitch Jagura. Direct quote. These guys worked for Orkham. Okay. And according to the commander's speeches... 
they're soldiers, they're hired to do a job, and they're still going to do it anyway. The way that I see it, especially because there's a line later in this episode where he or one of them says something like, Orkham, Chagara, um, Darsha. Darsha, you know, like, like basically like these are the people that have power and they're sucked into this power structure that like these nobles have to have the backing of the people. And, you know, maybe there's this moment of like, why are we following the whim of these rich ass nobles who don't give two shits about us? Maybe we need to take back this world for ourselves. So I think that even though Orkham is dead, and they worked for Orkham originally, right. I think now it's a, we have an opportunity to save humanity or from... Take, take from, what's take, ours. Take ours back before yet another noble steps into this power Fair vacuum right. to in, okay. essentially enslave us so, all again. So that makes sense, because Jagra has now taken the city. Right. Yes. Right. And She's they, the invading force. She has her warships mm-hmm. on the city. Yes. But they're there docked because yes. she's taken it. Absolutely. And, and they're the people trying to fight back, both on the outside and the inside. Yes. The forces. Yes. Now, my question is, uh, in the last episode, we did point out that Hige made mention that Jagura was the noble of the southern region. So, do you think they've, they've divided up the, the world amongst the nobles... I mean, it sure sounds that way. It's and, very... And, and Jagra's making a power play it's to like take out... I, I made a Game of Thrones right, joke, right. but probably. But that, that Jagra is, aside from trying to get Paradise, taking out Orkham and possibly Darsha to take their I don't think Jagra's trying to take Paradise. I think Jagra is trying to destroy the wolves so they can't get the Paradise, so they can't end the world. Right, so they can continue so to rule. So she can... So she can rule the world. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're, nothing, they're, nothing will stand in my way, even the apocalypse! Yeah, <laughs> wow, that is super the wolf, villain. The wolves will keep mm-hmm. theirs from being a world that's, to rule. That, yeah. That's well, cliched super villainy um, to the extreme 100%. right there. Yeah. So yeah, they, they yammer on about wolves, and they can turn human, and war philosophy, and yeah. all the stuff we just talked about. Yeah. Then we cut to the pack, and they want a piece of Jagra. So when they see the army fighting with each other, the, the armed forces fighting with each other... They jump in. They jump in on the um, attacking force, which happens to be the commander's force versus Jagra. Because they don't like that bitch, Jagra. Yep. Direct quote. They distract him, and he almost gets killed. But then they save him, so everything's washed. It's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're buddies now. We like you. And then they also just totally blow their cover. Like, yeah, we're the wolves, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> was like, weird. I know you're the guy that was going to kill us because we're wolves. But by the way, we are wolves. Yeah, that's so. But weird. we're friends now. Yeah, such a weird choice. Yeah, and then they. More noble talk bullshit. And ultimately he says that uh, Jagra has a keep, which this is our new MacGuffin location, is Jagra's keep. Right. Yes. Everybody is going to be headed there by the end. Right. Mm-hmm. Which was exactly what they were doing at the beginning, trying to find Cheza and where she was being held. And then it was like Darsha's keep. Yeah. No, so Cheza's the waypoint. Apparently they got to go over an ice flow to get to... Wait, what do they call it? The uh, the the Sea of Broken Ice? Or sea something? of Broken Ice, I believe is what something they call like it. It's yeah. an ice flow. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to get direct quotes besides that bitch, Jagra. Direct quote. So the commander basically just goes, takes his men, and they go off to hunt down the stragglers of Jagra's army. Yay, suicide and, and mission. And now that you said that, that makes more sense. Well, not, at this point, it's not even a suicide mission. Mm-hmm. It makes sense now that you said that, that they're freedom fighters. Mm-hmm. That, okay. they're, that they're going to take away the power structure Jagra has. Yeah. Viva la resistance. Right, that, that actually makes a lot more sense. Because before it was just like, well, the guy paying us dead, but let's go like risk our lives anyway. Yeah, they, it gives them motivation. Yeah. Right, fair enough. Uh, we cut over to Blue and Cheza, and they're just almost passing a Bechdel test. <laughs> almost. But no. Bill, what is a Bechdel test? I'm he, glad he you sa- asked. He says as if he actually didn't know that an hour ago. <laughs> That's fair. No, I still knew that an hour ago. It was like uh, two and a half hours ago. I didn't know. Okay, fine. Based on a- Alison Bechdel, author and, and cartoonist. That I didn't know. I mean, I knew it had to be named after somebody, but mm-hmm. I didn't know who. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are more than one female character. Yes. It, it's, it's actually, it's just a, a measure of, does this show have the bare minimum of feminist value? Okay, so let's do it. Is there more than one female character? Yes. Do they ever directly speak to each other? At yes. least in this scene one time. In this episode. Is it about anything but a man? <gasps> uh, I'd say about 
kind three of. Quor- three quarters of the conversation was not about a man. And then they had to start talking about the boys. They, they keep pulling, like, Hige into it. Or, like, they almost get there, mm-hmm. and they don't. And then they almost get there, and they don't. And so tell me, what's what's Kiba like as a kisser? Oh, no. Tell me oh, what yeah, Hige's not, cock's like. It's not that. but It's girl talk. Well, even even beyond that, it's... it's How about we do each other's bring, Even bringing Clint into it yeah. fucks it up. Yeah. yeah, bringing a father figure into it that messes it up. I mean, I have daddy issues. Don't talk about him. Also, I'm not entirely sure that even Blue doesn't have a little bit of a crush on Chesa. Yeah, she, I, well, totally she yeah. goes, "I like how you smell." Right. Oh, that's fair. The idea here is that, like, yes, while there's like a weird sexual attraction, there's also this element of just, I think, just almost like, I don't want to say like it's, it's not fully sexual. Like it is sexual, but it's also like there's instinctual. Well, there, there's oh. definitely a part of it being a wolf. Being a flower, they, they, she has this effect on all the wolves. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but there are just She's little. Adi- yeah, well, not even that so much, but uh, kind of. Yeah. Meanwhile, we cut to Hub and share and share. Yeah, yeah, and they're Yay, the humans, and they're in another truck. Yeah, unguarded, unguarded, and one big empty truck right. for two prisoners more than once, mm-hmm. unguarded. Yep, worst guards ever, or they're just that arrogant. So Hub is just running his mouth, being weird and stupid and macho and kind of flirty and then not very. And uh, don't worry, I'll protect you, baby girl. And by the way, we're uh, we're not actually we're not actually divorced because our marriage stuff was all lost. I'm like you're not married either, then, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. I love how his focus is. They've gotten rid of all the records, so we're not divorced anymore. Like that's the part that's yeah. like more exciting. I got him. my wife back. No, he didn't even. I don't even think he thought that. It was just kind of like. It's that whole joke about, like, their, like, like they've made jokes about their divorce in other episodes. Right. True. But and I can't joke about it anymore. Yeah. It's like we've lost this this running gag. Yeah, really. Why are we revisiting it? Well, they hit a bump and they get knocked over. Yeah. This is where shit gets weird. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it gets all up in that ass. Uh, are you hey, imagining hey. gentle whisper at this point? Uh, no. Can we? Can you? Can you actually explain, Bill, like what's happening here? Instead of just being okay, like, he just thing. gets all up in her ass. Can oh you? yeah, no, he's chewing her restraints. Can her you... restraints behind her back. He's he's chewing them for he's trying to get her free. Trying to thank you. Free. Okay, yeah. thank you. That's yeah. why. That's what you clarify. <laughs> Full disclosure: he, he was What's going on? He's taking a page from his wolf friends that he's never actually interacted with. Hey, he looks at Booty. He goes, Mrawr. I don't think he was going for that. That is booty. what it looks like. <laughs> and then you just got her face going, oh. It was an oh, odd oh, sequence oh, of like 45 oh. seconds yeah. of that back and forth. Yeah, you see, you just see him ah, gnawing. You hear him gnawing. Yeah, it's and then like, you just look at her face ah, and just like, oh, ah, okay. And she's like, Hub, what are you doing? <laughs> you got to go lower if you're going to get any reaction out of me, honey. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Uh. Oh no. This podcast is just all about eating ass right now. What's going on? What's happening? So then instead of focusing, they just start talking about settling down in a little house with a red roof. Yes. Yeah, buying a dog. Very weird. Which he's allergic to. Well, you know. He'll make he'll take Zertek. He'll make do. He'll know when that dog's around. And Zertek. Just well, point that out. And then about having kids. Which it's, we're sure he'll be allergic to as well. It's, yeah. it's he's a, allergic to everything. Kids are a good option for when you're allergic to dogs. It's, <laughs> it's kind of a tender moment, but it's also a really weird placed one. It, it is. It is. Also, Jagra needs more guards or better guards or... Something. Like, you couldn't put one dude in each one of those... Like, this, none, got... of this, none of this would have happened if there was one guy in each okay. truck. So you're telling me Jagger gives these assholes laser axes. Right. But, jo- sa- but Josh and, and can so- have a video feed to his children like, 24-7. Like, he doesn't have a laser axe. Like, they can put a camera in that. Yeah, exactly. Right. There we go. And Jagger can be like, let me check my cell phone. Okay. What's the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> and then he calls Josh. <laughs> I can't get the Wi-Fi to work. <laughs> I hate you. Beep. <laughs> Insert name of company. Where were we? Uh, Who are we? Where are we? <laughs> oh, God, so, not that owl. So they run for it, jump out of the back of their spacious private troop transport. Spacious. Uh, and jump in the, the next spacious private troop transport to find Cheza and Blue in cages by themselves. Yep. Well, at least with Cheza and Blue, they were in cages. Right, but they're still by themselves. True. I'm not really sure why Quint did what he one's did. One's a wolf, one's a plant. They're not going to get out. Well, he releases Cheza, because obviously. Right. Yeah. But all he, all he says is like, hey, isn't that dog Quince? 
Yeah, but he likes Quint. My question is, which one of these vehicles has what's his nuts? Got to be more specific. Uh, the uh, uh, spikes, people. Darsha. Yeah, Darsha. Darsha. Last we dead. saw was standing on. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he was standing on top of his keep when it blew up. Oh, yeah. never mind. I yeah, thought he, he was captured. No, he killed his dead girlfriend out there in the balcony and watched his his castle get blown up around. Oh, I forgot. Right. I forgot and about his, that. And his uh, and his git get killed. Oh yeah, the git. So he shoots the lock off a of blue also, and she comes out and immediately turns into a human. And freaks like, everybody out. <gasps> she goes, "Fuck it, I don't care right now. I don't have time for this." I'm just saying, if they think it's just a dog, it seems like a couple extra gunshots. It's probably a bad idea. I mean, I would probably I would probably release it. Well, they don't have... It's not their dog. They can't control it. I would probably release the dog. I'm just saying it yeah. may not have been the most tactically sound reason. Right. Like, just like... Jezza seems to like her. Oh, clearly that's a player character. I better make sure that mm-hmm. at least... It, and that's what that was. Absolutely. And as they're trying to escape, that's when the guard decides to do his job. Right. Yeah. The one guard for both trucks. Wanders around the corner zipping up his pants. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was thinking a leak, and uh, I heard the... Uh, I heard the back the, the back end of the truck because that's the other thing I wanted to point out was they're sneaking around. The Tommy Gates are so yeah, fucking loud. Yeah. Yep. So and still no one showed up until like three minutes yep. later. So then Blue and Cher just decide to whip his ass. Oh, yeah, they, they do. <laughs> it's great. It's actually really. Oh great. yeah, Blue I like is, the scene. Blue is fucking on balls and again, on fire. He's man. armed and armored. Mm-hmm. One of them, okay, is a wolf, but he's armed and armored and part of the elite wolf hunting pe- like guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then they're just a lady, a scientist, and he gets just trounced. Oh yeah, this scientist kicks his ass. Um, and they don't they tell Hub to run off with with Cheza? Yeah. He the next thing is they tell Hub run, so he throws his gun down, <laughs> picks Cheza up like a baby, and then runs. Right. Which is also stupid. Because uh-huh. I'm like, oh, okay. A Cheza can walk on her own. Mm-hmm. He can hold the gun in one hand and take her hand in the other for one. If he even need to take her hand. Yeah. For two, even if she wouldn't run, we've seen her float down cliffs. He could just start <laughs> running and she would kite up behind him. <laughs> Possibly. So but 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 let's think about this. Kind Hub's never really Hub's never really seen this. Now he knows that Chess is a plant, because Cher told him. But we're also talking about heat of the moment. People he do, he people see do she stupid feet. shit in the heat in the moment. People do stupid shit in the heat in the moment. You can see she has feet. He's well, maybe if they were if they had pig shit in there, like you like you were suggesting, <laughs> things would be better. Well, I don't. Well, know. this is all pointless because they get like ten feet away and they get immediately alien abducted. Yeah, that was yeah. that was yeah, pretty yeah. pointless. They got they got take they got sucked up <laughs> by an attractive <laughs> yep, beam, beamed up and Did probably you say an attractive beam. Yes, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> an attractive beam. God, that beam. It so was a pretty high. white light. <laughs> Man, I would have had an attractive beam in here. Just bleep bleep, red <laughs> <Yeah>. shot. <laughs> Oh my god, carry on. We're almost at the end of the I episode, right? I yep. don't know. Okay. I don't know how to respond to that. Just Then just don't. Yeah, just, let's just get to the end of this. <laughs> so Cher and Blue just stand there. You said Cher? Cher. Um, it was, oh yeah, Cher. Cher. Okay, yeah. I said Cher. Cher. I really said Blue Cher. just sitting, sitting in a rocking chair. Blue's sitting on a chair. Just rocking back and forth. Smoking forward. a cigarette. So and Cher and Blue yes. stand there in a big circle of soldiers about to get executed. Yeah. And then Commander What's-His-Name shows up and boom, blows up a bunch of shit. And right next to... No, blows up a tank they right next to them. not have come out of that unscathed. Right, right. That's how no. you get tinnitus. That yeah. was a big... Meep. 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 You're both terrible human beings. Um, no, it was a huge fucking explosion. More damage should have been done. Yes. Uh. Yes. That should have been like, that should have been like the opening minutes of uh, fucking Saving Private Ryan with somebody walking around picking up their dis- their severed arm. Probably true. <laughs> so again, they clear out the soldiers. There's a little bit of talky time. And he's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, I met those magic wolves." <laughs> okay. And if somebody finally says it, says what? He said they cast a spell on humans. Ah, Thank you. There you go. <laughs> finally. Hey, we have we have uh, validation. It's magic, not psionics or... Glamours. Yeah. Damn it, there, there went my glamour. Well, I mean, the glamour could still be a type of spell. Oh, yeah. It's my that. glamour. No singing. No singing. And, and no. then Cher decides, that they want to give her a ride to the next town. And she's like, uh, can we take that thing? <laughs> Which I think is one of the Jagara troop trucks. 
So I don't know why the commander cares if she takes it. I sure what the fuck. Yeah, because he, he, he was going to requ- yeah he was going to requisition it. Okay, fine. He was oh. <laughs> booty. Hmm? <laughs> and then the next bit. Once again. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah she, she she goes gets over in the, there. She goes over to the truck, jumps in. Blue is already in the passenger seat and goes, "Oh yeah, hey, how about you drive? How about you drive?" Because she, best character, knows that she doesn't have fucking thumbs. <laughs> Pretty great. Right. It's pretty great. I mean, granted, which, which, she's never had an opportunity to learn to drive either. Yeah. She, but she, she doesn't learn have to drive thumbs. like Sume. <laughs> Sume doesn't have thumbs either. God damn it. Sume can just grab the wheel and just watch out like this and just kind of. Or it. Because once again, it's Sume the driving wolf. Yes. And watch they, out for that cliff. Ah! And, they have, and they take this truck and head out to Shocker, Jagra's Keep. And that's it, right? The only thing left is the commander and his men take off for Freeze City to continue their fight against Jagra for pride. So we'll see. Viva la resistance! Or whatever. We'll see if we see them again. Yep. And that's it. That's episode 21. All right. It is. Woo! Double decker. Hi. Tell us about episode 21 as far as your thoughts. I just did. Uh, Your thoughts, because I knew I rephrased it. Get us your opinions, please. Did you like this episode? It was fine. I okay. mean, things happen. People talk to each other. They almost passed the Bechtel test. I mean, they focus on characters I liked. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. It, it was above average. Stronger than the last episode? Oh, definitely. Okay. I agree. Really not not much else to, okay. to state. I enjoyed it. Okay. That's yeah. just how you get tinnitus. <laughs> I liked it, too. I think it's a good episode. I think uh, it's definitely worth watching. I might be my top five. I don't know. I mean... Oof. God, that top five is going to be hard to potentially. It's going to be hard. Top bottom five is going to be easy. (laughs) Well, so so we have four of the five right there. So it was last season, right there. So, Uh, so yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see kind of where this goes from here. But yeah, no, good episode. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. I I don't really think. uh, What's the next episode? Uh oh yeah yeah it's Josh next time. Josh is going to come back with us next time around with a real side no English English. English dub dub which, version, which is what pieces of a shooting star. Yes, episode twenty-two. Dragon uh, chunks. We'll decide. We'll we'll decide if that's a, a standalone or if we do a, a, a double two-parter, two-parter okay. at a later date. Um, but definitely have that to look forward to. I think it's time to get out of here. All right, <clears throat> Josh. Once again, this has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their thirties was saved by a resistance movement from that evil flower. Talk about anime. Direct quote. And I'm that bitch, Josh. <laughs> Direct quote. Uh, uh, I am fighting the evil. By moonlight. The, by, by moonlight. Oh, my name is Andy. I've completely lost what's going on here. I'm Bill. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Seriously, you guys are acting weird. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Tuning Japanese is part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. For more information on other podcasts and articles, check out questandnetwork.com. While you're there, check out other great shows like the Shadowbane Podcast, Slasher Sanitarium, Raw Attitude Podcast, New Blood Rising, The Reanimator Podcast, Perilous Pretenders, and our newest show, and sometimes their scotch. place nothing except i met a nice girl you met a girl no way i should have guessed no wonder you seem less uptight wait i don't get it and you won't for a few years oh man keep has all the luck but why can't i get it now 
When I was there, the whole time it felt like I was forgetting something. You mean Cheza? Not just her. I mean you guys. Huh? I thought you were dead. You've gotta be kidding! Do you have any idea how hard we busted our butts trying to find you? Oh, you did? Sorry, I didn't know. That brain of yours is never gonna change, is it? <laughs> Let's go. I... I... I'm not gonna whine anymore. And I won't run away. Wanna bet?